Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Spotting Discoculia, higher EQ when you live in the green, math vocabulary, focus with music, and detecting learning disabilities while teaching remote. This is our podcast for week 35 of 2020, and welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thank you for having me again. Absolutely, absolutely. And here we go with another week of interesting links. It never stops, it never stops. They keep on coming. The first link talks about spotting um, Discoculia, and there is a little video. Let's listen into it if that works. Hello, I'm Dr. Priyanka Shirvastav, a practicing counseling psychologist in Noida. This video is will focus on child's learning disability and my special emphasis will be on two important disabilities which we call dyslexia and dyscalculia. Now what is what are these two? Generally we in our well, let's say it this way. Uh, she does pronounce it in a in a different way than we do, but uh, but it is about dyscalculia and dyslexia and spotting the disabilities in a child. So, what can we learn here? Well, this is a fantastic video. This is in three and a half minutes. This lady Priyanka uh, Srivastava, I hope I uh, pronounce her name <laughs> yeah, correctly, <laughs> from from India, uh-huh. uh, is able to put a lot of information together. She talks fast, really and bad. it's a great example from awareness growing also outside our uh, U.S. and U.K. Uh, culture. And uh, she's very knowledgeable and adamant about that everybody uh, needs mathematics in life. And she puts great emphasis on that, and I totally uh, agree with her. Um, now, the sound may be not as stellar as you are uh, used to. Right. This right. is super right. awareness. This is worth you three and a half minutes. And I'm so happy that right now this um, awareness is also growing uh, in other countries, this case in India, and that other groups... Uh, will get the help they uh, need. So thank you so much. Yeah, uh, great awareness, absolutely. Now the, the next link is about a higher EQ when you live in the green. So is it time for me to move? Well, you could, <laughs> if you like the green. The, this study actually talks about having a higher IQ when you were raised in a greener area of the ah. country. So you can't go back ah, on it. It's yeah, where you've been raised. Okay. Now, it doesn't increase your IQ when you move to a greener area later on. Uh, I mean, uh, the study did not find that. That ah, doesn't okay. say it's it, not, it, it might spoken not. Spoken like a true scientist. A, spoken like a true so scientist. So the precision of the study is really amazing. And the researchers here found that a 3% increase in the greenery of your environment where you grow up can increase your uh, IQ uh, by 2.6%. And this is really interesting to read um, how they did the study with satellite uh, pictures measuring (laughs) the green of those areas. So I wonder if they had satellite pictures from like 
uh, years ago then. Well, maybe they when have time travel up. also. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and unfortunately, they haven't yet found out what causes this. But oh. they state the cause is uncertain, but may be linked to lower stress levels, more play and social contact, or a quieter environment. Now, uh, if I may throw in my five cents here, if you have more green, you have less roads and right. less exhaust. Yes. And we also know that there's a, a link between exhaust right. and lower yeah, IQ. We talked so about that at this podcast. This goes two ways. Yes. Um, maybe it's uh, not only adding a positive effect, but maybe also... Um, taking away a negative effect here. So Good. the study is done by Tim Norrod, a professor of environmental epidemiology at um, Hasselt University in Belgium. Okay. And um, I really um, can recommend uh, reading this. Yes, yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting read. The, uh, the next link is a, is a graphic. Uh, it looks very familiar. It's about math vocabulary. What do we have here? Well, this is um, really amazing. Um, it's a graphic that uh, brings back fond memories of our time living in the UK and uh, being in the, in the subway in, uh, in London. And uh, this lady, uh, Amima, and she has her Twitter handle Miss AC Math, because C stands for Croden. Uh, she has created this map of vocabulary in math when she was at home during the COVID time. So she took two weeks for it. So I definitely don't want people to just pick it up and share the picture because without giving, uh, her, without credit. giving right. her credit, right. she used a layout that's kind of similar to the London Underground. And that's an iconic map that all of us immediately yes. recognize. Yes. It's very nicely done, certainly helpful to go over with your students. And it's in a fun way doing that. So uh, when you look at um, hopping on the green line, uh, you see stations, um, operations that are called the operations, like addition and subtraction. Okay. And if you go to the angles line, the stops are like at acute, obtuse and perpendicular. So fantastically done. Please look at it, print it out and hang it in your classroom. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, by giving her credit. Absolutely. Now, our next link is about uh, focus with music. So we go from graphics uh, to music. So what kind of music are we talking about here? Uh, well, it, this was published on the Die Buster blog. And that's the same company who runs the um, uh, math program for children with dyscalculia called Calcularis. Mm -hmm. It's uh, by now pretty well known. And it's a very effective uh, program. It, it works with uh, number lines and trying to help the kids locate uh, numbers in, um, in a greater you know, connection of the number line. And uh, that Busters here cite a study done at Stanford University where they found out that working while listening to music can be very beneficial. Hmm. So this was done by Dr. Masha Goodwin, professor at uh, North Central University, found also that playing music affects uh, the brain at a deep level. Depending on the type of music, obviously, it has uh, the influence to uh, help a person moving from the light beta brain waves to a much deeper alpha 
brainwave pattern. And what's more, playing music activates both hemispheres of the brain simultaneously. So that also helps to improve memory and um, it can maximize learning. So it's a very good thing. Interesting. And uh, the Stanford University researchers found uh, that the most effective piece of music was actually... Pink Floyd, um, Breaking um, the Wall. <laughs> <laughs> it is effective also, but for something else. <laughs> a series of 18th century symphonies composed by William Boyce, who was born in London in 1711. I and, think they're trending on Spotify. Right. Uh, <laughs> he wrote also uh, church music and ch- uh, stage music. Okay. And it has been shown to be really calming. And that is why it's often used also for meditation. So we now, need to go and find that. Uh, absolutely. It does not spring uh, to mind. So in this article, they mainly talk about how beneficial this is for people with dyslexia. Uh, but the same parts of the brain, well, not exactly the same, but there are similarities uh, that are effective. So I suppose that it might also have a positive influence in our children with dyscalculia. And please remember that around 40 to 45% of kids with dyscalculia also have dyslexia. So there's an overlap. There is an overlap. So I guess that this would be uh, beneficial for them too. So... Let's uh, one more repeat the name. Look for music from William Boyce. William Boyce. We'll remember it. Well, it brings us to our last link for the week. It's about uh, detecting learning disabilities while teaching remote. That sounds like a challenge. Yes, that definitely is a challenge. Uh, <coughs> this article is actually about the situation in uh, the UK, in Glasgow, in Scotland where they now have issues with parents who believe that their children uh, may have learning issues that are not currently being diagnosed and then also not being addressed, obviously. So, and I feel that there's no reason to believe that that would be any different over here in the, in the US. So, of course, there are many reasons why children may show signs of trouble with math while working remote. The whole concept of working remote um, has been kind of thrown at them without right. uh, without a lot of preparation. That, no. Well, and not all teachers were prepared for that right. also. So remember that in the classroom you often have a lot of manipulatives. You can talk with other students and that is all kind of uh, evaporating when the kids are on their own at home and not all parents are True, in yes. the situation that they can buy manipulatives for their kids. So uh, we're, um, we're all surprised by this pandemic. Well, that's not completely true. It has been uh, predicted very often in scientific uh, literature, but obviously that doesn't go out into general, um, general knowledge, but actually, so we, we are here with the pandemic and it's clear that our teaching uh, staff needs help to get this, um, get this all going and also that we need to really have an open eye for those kids who might not zoom in or do not uh, give answers, who are getting anxious that they make mistakes and they kind of uh, sit quietly listening feeling horrible that they don't get it so please um, make sure that those kids get 
uh, tested and get the help they need. Absolutely. Well, those were our links for this week. Thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for stopping by and helping us with the explanations. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, go to her website, explore that website. There are lots of downloadable tools and tricks and games and templates, free registration required. And then also check out all the other websites that she lists on that website. There is Disco Coolia Awareness, there's Disco Coolia Tutor Training, there's a Disco Coolia Test, all of that at DiscoCooliaServices.com. Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCooliaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoCooliaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoCooliaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Coolia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.